गाइज वेलकम टू अनदर डे इन आर लाइफ ड्यूरिंग दिस लॉकडाउन एंड वेलकम टू अनदर सोशल मीटिंग बाई बक्चोरी डिस्कशन एंड सोशल मीटिंग आई एम लाइनल लाइनल हर्बर्ट एंड टूडे वी हैव द कॉमन द यूजल गाइज एडगर एंड ईटर जॉइनिंग So how's it going around with you guys? Edgar, how are you man? Like I heard uh, there was an earthquake around at uh, at uh, Nasik bro. Are you fine? Before I answer a question just tell me how many years do you know me for? How many years do we know each other for? I don't know if I count back to 2000. 2014 I think so it's like 6 years. Yeah bro, 2040 bro. So that's 6 years? Yep. And you don't know that I live in Nagpur. You're still asking me if I'm living in Nasik. So the annoying part is that I don't mind if somebody who doesn't know me asks me if I'm living in Nagpur or Nasik and they get confused but Lionel man I don't expect this from you dude for me you still live at Kamlesh apartment that's it I have not gone oh, beyond the fact that you live you still live at Kamlesh apartments and now you're at Nagpur that is a big uh, that is a big deal for me for someone saying i live at in bombay so i'm i'll take that i'll take that so for those of you all who do not know uh, or who who do not know the difference between nagpur or nasik or, or pune and mumbai edgar explained it uh, in a very first podcast right and he explained it in a very lovely way of being in a bow shaped uh, stuff like that for a man out here eaten who's uh, based out of kuwait and come down to to india how's it going in south mumbai bro i miss south mumbai like now that i shifted to thane how's it going out there bro oh uh, yeah south mumbai is i guess uh it's pretty normal so if you go down and you walk around definitely there are a lot of people on the streets and all uh i think around 2 weeks ago so i went to the marine side marine drive side and it's not as crowded as it used to be but there were quite a lot of people over there and there was a long line outside uh, pizza by the way you got a lot of people you know uh, they started some unlimited uh, brunch or something so you got a lot of people over there so yeah i think it's not really uh, gone back to normal but yeah i mean there's definitely efforts towards normalcy in south mumbai and yeah i think also yesterday uh, it was my friend tofix birthday our friend tofix birthday and so yesterday i just went and met him we spoke and i gave him a brownie so yeah things are getting back to normal yeah brownie and go what did you get for your birthday bro from him last time i was not here uh, so that he didn't could give me something but eaten my birthday is coming up and i don't mind the brownie from theo bromas uh huh yeah and so it's okay for edgar de- Edgar, definitely, I owe you something. But uh, in the past, I think I have mentioned in the past uh, sessions that I try to give something to Lionel for his birthday, but the guy just doesn't want anything. So come on, he treats you like a king, man. Like you know, you get ice cream, you get brownie, <laughs> you're gonna get lollipop. I do not know if you got get get lollipop or candy. But another question that bothers me, Edgar, does the does uh, Nagpur have teobromas? Uh, unfortunately, with a big heavy stone <laughs> in my head, I have to say no. <laughs> No man there's no branch of uh, Theobromas in Nagpur and I I so badly wish there was one but there isn't So there's this other thing that is like bothering me nowadays now that if you are like keeping in touch with uh, the latest happenings Yeah there's this one particular meme and now that we're talking about Theobromas and stuff and gifting people like you know ice creams and all there's this one particular meme that is like bothering me totally in, What's that uh, uh, in the recent years it has 
रसोड़े में कौन था ओ basically uh, i i forgot the guy's name man shit what's his Yashraj. name vijay kumar or some some yashraj yashraj yes, yes, sorry so there's this guy who is a music composer and he's a musician and he what he did is he took this clip from an old tv series and he uh, remixed it in such a way so there's this uh, uh, mother in law i think so uh, she's talking to the daughter in law and she's asking who boiled the chana <laughs> what do you say for chana in english uh, i think so it's uh, not grams is it it's called grams grams or something it's called no it's not called grams anyway i don't know what chana is called in english so she's asking the daughter in law and the other ladies in the house you know who boiled the chana and then this guy just takes these dialogues from her mouth and then remixes it in such an amazing way uh, and it's very very entertaining uh so yeah eaten if you haven't watched it and for those who are listening if they haven't watched it they should go to instagram and check out his video i'll check it out it's damn good i'll check it out yeah so it's ideally not that so the thing is it's she's asking who put the cooker on the gas without the chana like rasode mein kaun tha oh that is what it is meti 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 kaun thi kal kal mere sari pe juice gira tha aur khali cooker gas pe chada diya so that's telling you like you know someone has put the whole cooker So I just realized I went through the entire video without even understanding what the lyrics were and what the whole premise of the joke was, and I am just thinking it's so amazing and so funny because he's remixed it. So that's what it is. So the it's an empty cooker without any grams. Yeah, it was an empty cooker put on the gas without any grams, oh, and it was like man. totally like okay. that. Yeah, but then looking at it, okay. uh, looking at the whole uh, dialogue and the whole thing of that. Yeah. So it's. Like रसोड़े में कौन था एंड आई थिंक सो एवरी वन इज इन द रसोड़े सो रसोड़े मीन्स किचन इन 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 गुजराती आई गेस सो एवरी वन इज इन द किचन एंड हैवेंट यू सीन एन इनफ्लो ऑफ इंस्टाग्राम फोटोज nowadays like you know all your friends have suddenly become like food preneurs right eaten what do you say about that like isn't that bug bugging you like how people <laughs> all of a sudden have gone from like you know sitting and clicking photos at a restaurant to actually cooking at home and uh, and uh, this what you say uh, uploading pics yeah i mean if you look at it people have a lot of time because their commutes are no longer there so i guess they have a lot of time actually you know they have a lot of time to actually go online search and basically make all this stuff and i think it's like the same thing is we can say about social media it's the same thing in the sense that the food may look great but it's not always uh, palatable so yeah elga what about you like you know have you seen this happening a lot like like i know we have common friends that has this have have this thing going on in in the recent lockdown uh yeah uh, so people are becoming uh, food experts and chefs and whatever and my uh, very 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 close friend of mine who was in bombay but then because of the lockdown he's come back here to nagpur he is also like going crazy but but then in his defense he is a pastry chef so he's learning he's going to pastry school and he's like and he even has a page on uh, instagram called the a 
great sin uh, and he keeps posting uh, photos of this in fact he sends me these uh, descriptions to you know just uh, ca- like do a caption check and check it for grammar and uh, punctuation and whatever whatever before he posts it on instagram and um, yeah man honestly it's uh, it's quite annoying to see that everybody like literally everyone is uh, a self proclaimed uh, you know chef on instagram yeah but then if i look at it it's like uh, like i have my one of my uh, close friends from college yeah. who has started her instagram page hmm. now she's uh, she was like like if you look at a college pic she was like really really bulky back then okay now she's gone into healthy eating and healthy food she posts her, she she gives out recipes onto your daily cooking which she has okay and how uh, this yeah how like you can live a normal life go to the gym hit the gym but still eat your normal food right. and that is a whole take on uh, this entire entire phase at this point in time like you can you can hit the gym you need to have a balanced uh, life and she lost weight doing that that's cool and this is her whole thing which uh, which, which which she's doing that yeah uh, but but on the funny side of it like uh, people also have started putting up like very shady uh, recipes like ginger garlic paste do you know that no like how to make ginger garlic paste i mean uh, dude i am zero when it comes to the kitchen so i don't know all these things don't you just have to uh what do you call this mash all the ginger and the garlic together is there something unique in making a ginger garlic paste yeah exactly but i would want to ask you both a question huh. like i i know eaten cook yeah. edgar i do not know if you hit the kitchen but uh, <laughs> eaten yeah uh, your ginger garlic paste is usually what color when you actually see it it's supposed to be whitish yeah a whitish lemonish right yeah. i've seen how ginger garlic paste and it was greenish Yuck. Jesus. That's disgusting. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, ginger garlic paste, my best thing." And then I asked her on asking people like, you know, why is it green in color and it oxidates? Oh. If you keep ginger garlic paste for a longer period of time, it oxidates and then it becomes a green color. Why would you put that up on social uh, media, man? Why why hmm. would you almost put like almost perishing ginger garlic paste out there? Like yeah. it gets over and people keep on making ginger garlic paste and keeps on getting over. And that's 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 the whole thing. These are little small tips which I learned from cooking right now sitting at home because even I've sort of put it started putting up pics and stuff like that. Hmm. And that's been going on from my end <laughs> have you guys learned anything new during this period of time eaten like i think so you may try try that day like yeah, yeah. could you guide us through how 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 you got how you got the inspiration to suddenly pick up the ladle and make fried rice oh uh, yeah so chicken fried rice is one of those ubiquitous uh, ubiquitous corporate india food i mean every vendor in uh, corporate if you go to any office building there would always be a vendor who gives chinese the chinese counter right so i think all of us definitely are familiar with uh, chicken fried rice so yeah i mean it's been a while since i had chicken fried rice i think i used to have it uh, once a week uh, when i was uh, actually going to my office so i thought this time let me just uh, you know try and make it and it was pretty easy i mean it's just about it's about separately frying all the ingredients in a wok and stuff like that so it was a pretty easy process hmm. i think one issue i had was that uh, i overcooked the rice or something so the rice had a overwhelming taste that was my only issue damn yeah yeah, yeah but you learn from your you learn from your uh, mistakes and that's the best part about cooking even could you run us through like you know what are what are the th- ingredients that you put and like you know quickly like a run through on those 2 minute thing on how 
how quickly that you made Chinese. I think so Chinese is the most thing where everyone eats out here in India. In fact, you get the best Chinese in India, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> you get the best Indo-Chinese food. Yeah, you get it, the best Indo-Chinese food. Yeah. So, what ha- so basically, I would say that uh so the first thing is you need uh, french beans you need green peas and you also need uh, carrots so these three things i basically took uh one issue i had is uh, while i was at the store the bean clusters and the french beans looked really really close to each other i'm not sure whether you guys know the difference between a bean I cluster don't. and a basically a cluster I bean no, versus I have a no french idea bean what you're talking about yeah I would need yeah. to google that but I sort of have so instead of buying uh, bean clusters instead of buying french beans in the end mm-hmm. I actually bought uh, bean cluster cluster beans which is like a totally different type of beans mm. so yeah that is there so then basically I just take those uh you fry them a bit in a saute you put in a little bit of soy sauce in there and you basically fry it uh for the chicken what I did was I basically took chicken breast basically just cut them into chunks and then marinated uh, the chicken breast in soy sauce for like half a day or so so they get that soy sauce uh, taste and then basically yeah yeah so then just basically fry both the chicken and the vegetable separately and then rice i made it separately also and then just mash them all together and just fry them a bit while using generals generous portion of uh, soy sauce and then you came out with something that looks like french uh, like looks like chicken fried rice and which can probably you know put it on instagram so so you you got this recipe from google or you got it from your mom no yeah i just got it from google i think uh, this chicken fried rice is one one of those recipes that you can just find anywhere okay. it's a very simple cool. recipe actually right it's how you blend it together like i i recently looked at uh, the sate chicken recipe and i i replicated the, the entire process uh, if i have to like uh, like say it out out here it's like pretty simple again you use chicken breast chicken breast is easy uh, one second where did you see it? see it as in like in a restaurant or you saw it on youtube or what so i see it sate chicken at catholic gym uh. Uh, and i was craving for sate chicken yeah like i was i i was dying for it getting those pangs and i'm yeah yeah so i thought like okay let her let me let me go and uh, you know recreate it out here right and then i was like okay cool so what i did was i looked up the net and i realized it was a peanut uh, paste dish hmm. so all i had to do was create the marinade and once the marinade was done hmm. uh, i could just marinate it marinate the chicken breast into that and i bought skewers and all at home like you know the okay. mango skewers and i and, and i do have an oven at home that is the, that's the more main thing but you can also use it uh, you can also cook it using using a pan as well nice so so if you have to look up sate chicken your basic ingredients is peanuts onions you have chili powder and you have uh, a, a bit of honey and a little bit of caramelizing so you have brown sugar in that sense right so once you're done with that you make like a paste and then you marinate it okay i also had made a sauce but the sauce the difference was that i had put a little chilies and i had put a little uh, milk cream to it or a milk uh, coconut milk sorry not milky coconut milk to it so it gives you that malaysian taste like you know that uh, asian kind of taste right 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 there are there are more to it you could like add a little more spices and make it like whatever to your taste what are the what about you edgar did you learn anything one second I, before we go on to me which is like <laughs> there's really nothing to share but i just want to know 
when you're cooking are you taking a mom's help for all these things or uh, i'm very curious to know that uh, obviously there's going to be a point in time where everyone needs to know how to cook whether you're a guy or a girl what i'm curious to know is you know do we need uh, do we really need to talk to a mom or to some uh, someone in the house to learn how to cook or is google really enough and these youtube recipes are they really enough so what do you do lionel so ideally if it is something my mother does not know like the satay chicken yeah she wouldn't contribute okay but i it's if it is something like let's say uh, a tandoori chicken or if it's something that we've made before or she's made before like i am i am trying to learn the most difficult thing right now that is chapati and how to make it into a perfect circle ah uh, right to that like i think so it's like uh, attaining a zen master degree in india yeah like once you have a perfect circle that circle. you're like you know you attain you can go and cook now you are you are a black belt in cooking right. or you're a yellow belt in cooking right so i've still not yet mastered how to how to make uh, chapatis round yeah i do cheat in that but there are there are so certain things where you need guidance hmm. i'm not saying that you don't need guidance google will guide you hmm. you learn from google you learn from youtube but you have to mix your collective knowledge together and then make a dish out of that right. so there is no particular single recipe that will let's say give you the taste that you want hmm. you need to mix and match and be little adventurous at times now that either comes with experience or, or that comes with you taking a risk yeah like exploring right like being a little adventure right 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 so you will look at different recipes you hmm. look at different videos hmm. you will say oh that tasted a little different or that spice if i add it to it hmm. gave me a taste which i was searching for yeah and that is what this entire thing about cooking it's it's not just one certain thing at times it is you mix and match things and how do you do that together correct correct good good Makes to sense. know this yeah edgar i think so you know to make maggi right Dude, um, for me to even make Maggie is uh, a task, man. I need to think. I need to think so much. Although the instructions are so clear and written on the on the packet behind, but I don't know. Cooking is just something. I mean, I did try my hand at it. I I can cut vegetables and uh, you know onions and tomatoes and whatever I can cut, and I'm quite decent at cutting uh, and chopping. But um, I just don't. I mean, I just don't like the the. Uh, what do you call it the path of cooking no no what's the right word you know the, the whole process. feeling of get, going into kitchen the process the process exactly i hate the process of standing there and you know adding this adding that putting a lid on this waiting for it to cook and then uh, counting the timer and then i i i don't know man i just don't have the patience to cook and cooking is one of i mean cooking is if someone knows how to cook it's a very uh, it's like a life skill literally but uh, i just don't have it and i just don't i'm not interested in cooking at all well that's surprising you've been out of your house since quite some time and you're like right you've not it picked this skill up but what do you what do you what do you what do you say about it is it a necessary skill like even if you go abroad today or if you let's say you've been abroad right you've been to dubai you were in dubai for quite some time yeah how used to survive out there have you do you think it's an important thing that we need to know irrespective of gender irrespective of what yeah so uh, for me 
I mean, I'm out of my house in the last 10 years, okay? And wherever I was, I was always ordering food from outside. So I have a lot of experience in knowing. So firstly, I've been eating a lot of outside food, you know, uh, from these Tiffin Walas and whatever. And I have I have a lot of good and bad experiences uh, eating, uh, you know, food from these guys. But uh, also, uh, I, I lived in two different hostels. So I never have, we never had the chance to cook. So there itself, five years of my life was, you know, uh, I didn't get a chance to cook. The next five years when I had a chance to cook, um, I was lazy for most of it. And for the remaining years, I mean, uh, you know, for a short period of time, I was sharing my uh, flat with other people and the kitchen was very in a very, very bad condition. And I didn't have the, uh, you know, the thing to go and cook uh, in that kitchen. I was like, you know, f- it, I'm not cooking in this shit hole. So, yeah, that was this was when I was in Dubai. Uh, now also I have a chance to cook. Uh, I mean, my I'm at home and I can learn from my mother. And I even gave it a shot, man. But then you know she tried her best. I gave I tried my best. We both agreed that I'm not fit to sit and uh, cook food in the kitchen. So yeah. Yeah, but talking about you being uh, around places and you being uh, yeah uh, around cities and hostels and all. Any good memories? Like you spoke about, you having good and bad memories. Like name a few good memories or favorite places that you would still go to food had you uh, got a chance to visit them again in 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 Mumbai or wherever. Let's say. So um, in Pune, okay, you have these small uh, re- uh, restaurants. Are, you know these uh, mostly they are run by Muslims and they are amazing, amazing restaurants, man. So you get these amazing uh, uh, Kerala parotas. What they make fresh then and then. And they make these amazing uh, Sikh kebabs, beef uh, kebabs basically. They serve it with mint leaves as well. And that's the first time in my life I saw a mint leaf, man. All we've eaten chewing gums and everything, obviously. But uh, to eat a mint leaf directly is just another uh, thing altogether. And that I'll never forget in my life. The second thing is bun maska. You know, it, these are the, the simplest of foods, but they are just so amazing. The chai what these guys make and the bun maska and then the way they make it. And uh, you can ask them to put jam, but actually they are not putting jam. They are putting jelly. So it is. It, I think it's some strawberry jelly or something because probably it falls cheaper for them i uh, i think it falls cheaper compared to you know your kisan jam or any other kind of jam but uh, dude when you have that it's so fresh it's so soft and it's it's amazing man so my, the, the food what i ate in pune i think are you talking about yesdani sorry are you talking about yesdani oh good luck uh, I'm talking about Yazdan. Yazdan was very close to where I was staying in in uh, Pune. Good luck. Also, I've been there, but uh, not not that much. But they are very very famous uh, for for their food. So yeah, these small Irani Irani cafes in Bombay or these small Muslim Correct. restaurants in uh, in Pune, they are the best, man. Correct. Talking about Yazdan, if I'm not mistaken, you're supposed to go there early in the morning, and you know they serve. Yeah like fresh buns around yeah yeah time. yeah because they have their bakery there itself like you know it's a part of the restaurant and uh, yeah you get amazing stuff over there yeah okay that's that's great yeah yeah talking about hostels and stuff like that and eating out and having favorite places i totally uh slip slip my mind eaten you were out of your house since over 10 years man you've been in mumbai since 2008 so you must have definitely had but he is in his house no but he's gone so he was part of a hostel also but then he's eaten like you know outside food for the past 12 years and i bet he must have had like some amazing experiences in south mumbai anything you'd like to like you know let us know any hidden gems or favorite food let's start with favorite food 
which you would uh, take it off like you know favorite place in your south mumbai like your go to place uh so basically my favorite food is actually i like all this burgers and stuff so i'm really a big burger fan oh uh, so i don't know uh, so if i go to burgers i think the fa- uh, the best place for burgers was actually there was this place in bandra called yorex oh. so one friend of mine actually told me to go over there and they only have uh, they only have take away don't have any sitting area also and it's like when they first when i first ordered they actually gave me like a big box so you know those boxes where you get like a lamp or something they give you a box so they just gave me a white indiscrepant box and i'm like wondering what the hell because normally we don't get stuff like that but yeah it was like a big it was like a big burger with a toothpick in and it was pretty good so it had like it was i think a mutton burger or pulled pork so it had a lot of stuff like cheese pulled pork pickles stuff like that so that was a pretty good place there's also another nice. place and how much was it for do you remember the price oh yeah so pretty expensive burger it was between 400 to 500 bucks mm, but that's yeah. a lot for a burger yeah yeah but it was worth it and mm. i think also uh, i don't know why but bandra has the best burger joints over there yeah. so there's also another place called frisbees in bandra over there also they have pretty good burgers nice very full of sauce and tikka meat and stuff like that so yeah right now i think i've been missing those of course specifically now because of the whole uh, lockdown and stuff i have to get only from this mcdonald's or uh, what's this thing called burger king so over there it's not as great as if you go to all these single chains because you can actually taste the love in them right 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 uh, but uh, these these guys don't even uh, deliver food at home uh, you know from bandra or wherever the uh, are they like completely closed no. you can order food at home no yeah but i'm in south mumbai no one is going to deliver all the way from bandra to south mumbai right mm. it's just right, uh, right, there right. is a limit to how far away they'll uh, deliver correct so yeah but otherwise if you're talking about non sorry non sandwich food yeah uh there was this place called gt hmm. so there's a, a hospital GT. called gt hospital and they had their <laughs> oh, own canteen oh man memories memories yeah yeah yeah, yeah man so they are because it's a hospital they and there's a police station nearby i think they try and make sure that the food is nice and healthy and stuff right. so yeah they have gone there a lot just to pick up stuff right right there was this guy called yadav also right or oh, i forgot his name he was in gt hospital but he used to have like you know a, a lot of like he used to have he used to have amazing fish food like i remember tina and all these guys like tina is a khali out here for the for the listeners so they used to go out there and they used to like yeah they used to boast about his fish food out there so if i if if i am talking about hidden gems have i ever taken you on to ramanya yeah dude Yeah, we have gone. We have gone to Ramanya, and yeah, that definitely uh, you know counts as a hidden gem. Yeah, because like Ramanya had like amazing parota, parota yeah. and the chicken and and stuff out there. Even have I taken you to Ramanya? I have taken you to. Uh, yeah, yeah, we have gone there as a big giant group. Remember, couple of times. Oh yeah, around ten. 10 people also have just gone over there we have to go through all those winding streets and all that because it's very it's in the interior like thing but it's very the... it's not on the main road or anything right yeah it wasn't but uh, if you've come with me and uh, another batchmate of ours with you shovel uh, i think so we had gone there's something on the jyoti lunch home in fort as well yeah which has like amazing and decent fish food if i have to tell you all what okay take a guess 
take a guess hmm. on how much this bill would come and knowing shovin <laughs> please tell me he's going to eat a lot so we had uh, let's say fried fried surmai two fried surmai we used to start with hmm. with one or two rotis then we used to have uh, a fish plate hmm. and we used to order for another prawn koli vada at the same time okay and then we used to have another third gravy dish okay now this is two plates of two fish plates hmm. two fried surmais yes two or three parottas yeah and another gravy to go with in an ideal situation how much do you think we sh- we would have spent a lot but uh, if i had to guess i would say 400 yeah 500 bucks 5 600 bucks go little low go little low <laughs> 300 okay 50 bucks more to that eaten 350 bucks for two people and yeah. so many dishes yeah and i'm not kidding wow. you they don't pay gst do they i didn't get into the tax of the man they don't even take cards if i'm not mistaken but these are like mm. really small places out there which are like you know totally in the in the this yeah like yeah. you have to go there you need to go these people and and because of shovin you know what what used to happen he used to go and eat there a lot <laughs> he used to give us another gravy dish with the shit my free so it was like you know uh, like we were getting literally free food kind of things out there customer and service like, you know yeah yeah that is like totally the whole thing so yeah, i think so ramanya ramanya you were not there with us right edgar or you were Dude, not i have also oh. been with you to ramanya we've all gone so many times in in a big group of people and some are sitting this side of the bench <laughs> some are sitting the on the on the other side and then you know we're just talking and cross talking and stuff amazing indoors yeah i think so the finance guys went uh, once hmm. and someone felt sick she had food poisoning at rum like not because of ramania she ate somewhere else as well and we blamed them but then i've been ordering over since years and i've gone there yeah and like she got she got food poisoning and she was out for like two weeks any like you know places where you would think of and say that oh oh crap like you know these are like disaster places never go there again or any experiences that you had with someone like you know where you would like shit i'm not going to visit this place ever again kind of thing so i i didn't have such bad experiences but uh, whoever this person was was from a class right who was out for two weeks because of stomach pain but then yeah. they must be that kind of a person who you know only eats at home and in fancy restaurants and their stomach is not cannot take this uh, street food kind of a uh, food i guess uh, for me i have had bad experiences but they are mostly the usual bad experiences uh, when i go to restaurants you know either either the bill is too much or the food is not uh, good enough or something like that uh, not not any striking something very unique uh, bad experiences uh, what about you eaten uh for me not i like to think of myself as having an iron stomach so i don't really ever get food poisoning or sort oh, but okay. yeah the only reason i would the only reason i'll never ever go back is if it costs too much or if yeah service is a little bit rude yeah that makes so, sense yeah yeah that's that's right i know but you've never got food poisoning or you've never had a bad stomach bro No, I have had a bad stomach, but uh, I'm not really remember right now as of now. But I don't really have any no-go places. I think I'll have to think a bit, I guess. All right, all right. No, but like you know, what is the worst thing? What is the most annoying thing that people do to you when you're eating food? Like you know, things that make really you share. Make you share. <laughs> make you share. 
yeah that is totally there that is totally there i i i'll i'll share with you all a story also at the end of this entire thing and end this uh, podcast yeah but like you know make you share i've had like one of the worst experiences in that uh but like what are the things that will annoy you while eating like even on street food or something like that like for me let me go ahead with this uh like i hate it when beggars come mm. and worry you right when you're eating right now i know they are hungry i know that they want food yeah uh, but at that point in time like your hands are dirty you can't even take a wallet out and give them money yeah your hands are dirty basically you don't want to dirty your money you don't want to dirty your wallet but at the same time they are right at your face yeah any such 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 situation or instances like you guys or any any anything I, that you would really think that is really annoying Dude, so um, this I have a story to share, but it's not directly related to your question. Uh, I'm not sure if I've told you this thing to uh, to you guys before, but I am sure I've told it to somebody anyway. So one beggar came few days back to my house, and she asked me for food, and uh, she was a kid. Okay, I mean maybe twelve. 13 14 years old and uh, i was like okay let me go inside and get you some get, see what's there and i'll get it uh, for you you know what she asked me she like kitna time lagega <laughs> i was mind blown like she's asking me how much time am i going to take i do i'm ek to you know going and getting something for you and i'm doing it because uh, you know i understand i mean food and whatever and i'm trying to do something nice for you don't sit and treat me like a waiter like you know i am you're asking the waiter hey how much time is going to take to get this food like it's so annoying when they do that so yeah that's one thing what i witnessed recently not in an, any restaurant uh but at home in my house i would think that uh, uh one annoying thing i have is like you go out to basically you want to meet friends you guys want to talk and stuff and then yeah. you go to a place where the noise is turned where there's a lot of background noise so for example we had gone to that irish pub cafe so they play very they play very loud music so you can't even talk to the person opposite you uh, yeah. or stuff like that So yeah that is pretty annoying and I think another thing that probably we don't like is when the uh waiters mess uh, basically the waiters keep messing up with the orders so like you order I think this happened to remember we had gone uh, to uh there was this uh, pub called pub robot or something we had met uh, uh huh Which was one? it a very crowded place yeah over there also I think Craig had ordered one beer they gave him a different beer and then he spent the whole uh, uh time over there just trying to figure out whether it was the same beer then he had to go and talk to the guy and stuff so like these places where your orders just keep getting messed up mm. uh and you know you have to actually you can't just live the moment you have to actually be vigilant and stuff like that that also takes you a bit out of the whole mood right yeah but i would visit these places like for starters uh, irish is at that point in time if you're referring to the night which we went to it's <laughs> it's a time where you're supposed to dance and not talk to people it's sort of you're supposed to do something else and like you know i'm giving a great example of how waiters mess up orders uh like this had happened to us with catholic jimkana like catholic for for the for all the for all the listeners out here catholic jimkana is like my quantum of solace <laughs> if i'm not at home i'm out there trying to you know gain some insights in life mm-hmm. gain some thing i might be at with friends that is very rarely like you know with us most of the time but i'm also sitting there alone like you know enjoying and enjoying my own thoughts 
So hmm. back to the topic, like you know, uh, Sherwin had ordered for Sherwin and gang had ordered for crab cakes. It was Rooster's birthday. Another these are batchmates of ours. Okay. So these guys had ordered for crab cakes, and I had I was at another birthday party. Now hmm. in that day itself, I had signed in thirty-seven people in the gym khana, being a member, <laughs> and they got a lot of money that day. Hmm. And so these guys ordered for crab cakes, and we ordered for crab cakes. Hmm. Their crab cakes came to our table, and oh. we liked it, and we ate it up. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> Shit. I was jealous wow. because it was me. Like you know, just as because it was me, these guys were like, you know, damn, damn you, jackass. Like you know, you guys got to enjoy like you know the best crab cakes. And I've never, never eaten crab cakes ever in that place again. That was mm. like you know, a very limited offer. Yeah. And that was like uh, that was that it. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any, 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 any. Uh, Experience with you guys had like you know whether canteen has been so bad but one or day they'll make the best food yeah and like you know that day it's gone someone else has taken it I'll say one word and you guys will uh, you guys will agree when I say Anna mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I'm pretty sure you guys have had this experience where. Uh, so for for those who are listening and who don't know, Anna is uh, is the owner of the canteen in Xavier's. He's very very famous, uh, uh, as famous as the college because all the students know Anna, and uh, he he runs the canteen. Is he running it anymore? No, no. No, I no. Think he, he retired. He retired. Right. So. Um, Mostly the food what Anna used to make. I used to hate that food, but for two years I had no option. I had to eat food in uh, Xavier's. But he used to make amazing pineapple shira, and I used to love that. So even even if the food used to be f- all no, I used to love eating his pineapple shira. That is what you were asking, right? Any right? Yeah, that was what I was asking. Eaten any any experience with Anna? I'm going to I'm going to talk about Anna now <laughs> in some time. Ah, uh... you've been in that hostel and you've been in that college for like. Quite some time, yeah. Like you know, any stories on Anna where he's made great food? Uh, for Anna, yeah. So I think uh, when I was uh, when I was uh, staying in the hostel and stuff, he uh, I would say his food was okay. Hmm. Uh, once in a while, he used to basically. So his uh, parathas were really famous. So what happens is sometimes if the uh, if he had a like an excess of parathas or so, hmm. he used to just give it to the hostelites for free. Oh. So that's why you normally yeah. So you normally had to always be one of the first to go for lunch uh, for dinner just in case uh, you get uh, free parathas. So which is why that was one of the few surprises. You're going down and all of a sudden. You see a plate of parathas and you're really happy and stuff. So yeah, that was one of the few things. And uh, during we used to have a annual hostelite day and stuff. Hmm. Uh, over there, they he used to make quite a spread. Hmm. So you know all the veg all the high class vegetarian dishes and stuff. So they are. I mean, he can do a good job when he has to. I have a question to ask you, Ethan. So when you were staying in the hostel, you used to. Uh, Was the uh, food? I mean, used to pay Anna separately for your food, or was it included in the hostel charges for the students? Uh, you had to pay. So you had to pay Anna separately for the food. So oh. uh, what he used to do is uh, he had a register, which was the register, and every time you ordered something, he would write it down. Hmm. And ideally, every month you would go, you would check the register, and you would uh, you know pay him. Okay. So it was not included in the hostel fees. It was more in terms of pay as you go, like. Okay. Right. Right. So talking about Anna is like uh, 
so for the listeners i was only there during my years two years of masters out there in zavier i was in another college and like i had like various eating ho- options at ish and places like that which was your general chinese food and all hmm. but anna one day i do not know what had happened so let me set the tone and the mood for you guys hmm. it was raining <clears throat> and it was not just raining it was raining heavily yeah and when it is raining heavily you either want to grab an old bang or you want to grab a maggi now it so happened that we were at college yeah and the closest best option i had was maggi <laughs> and that day he made the best maggi on the planet wow like i am not talking about wow. just maggi he had added some masala to it like some crazy ass masala his own masala which i cannot explain not his own masala <laughs> but like you know <laughs> but like something that he could get out of yeah. the spice shell yeah okay so it was a south indian masala thing cannot describe it all i can say it tasted heavily mm. he said i have the last two plates of this maggi and it was like four of us eating four of us sharing two plates of maggi mm. now there was this junior college kid mm. and i'm not blaming him and i'm not saying kids are hungry and all <laughs> who came and stood there and was talking to us yeah and rightly sometime back eat and said do not share your food that is the best thing yeah and i had i i had no intentions of sharing it with him but out of courtesy someone in the opposite table said hey since we are all eating and since you're just standing over there <laughs> and he just leached on towards at that Join point in time like yeah that was that wasn't even his time to enter college mm. he should have been somewhere else he was in the night college he was in the day college at that time at 1 o'clock mm. he shouldn't be there in college but he was there okay in all simplicity he was there at the wrong place at the wrong time for me at the right place and the right time for him <laughs> and he he offered him the maggi and in two forks 3/4 of the maggi was over babre and i've never got to eat that maggi again he just rolled he just took the fork and kept on rolling and kept on rolling and kept on rolling in an ideal situation if you're making me pudina roll i wouldn't have mind hmm. but then he was making his own maggi out of my own plate and he kept on rolling do we know and this person so two biggest girls i think so you all may know this person but i don't want to name this person <laughs> since we are online i might have a defamation suit saying that you jackass you technically and i met him after that in my life and i've never forgiven him for that no but but is he is he aware of what he's done to you that is the main question is he aware that he took uh, too much I, of your maggi and whatever and you know you didn't get a chance to enjoy it no man i don't think so he's yeah. aware like i can't go up to him after 3 years and tell him or after 5 years and tell him bro you had my maggi no but you should have like, told him that time uh, you know i mean at least uh, fought for your maggi i guess no i fought with the person who offered him the maggi ah i think so it was plasi <laughs> so i told plasi you're going to get me another maggi and you're going to get me the same taste Hmm. And Plasi went and got another baggy, but it was shit. Hmm. It was not as great. Like if you're comparing, like Anna makes good maggies, but then afterwards, if you're comparing, like if you've had like the best, it's like it's like if I, if I have to talk in whiskey terms, you're having uh, you're having like like an Indian whiskey after having Jack Daniels. Hmm. You're like you know, yeah. What am I having, man? There's a sudden like it's having antiquity blue after. Right, right. There's yeah, a loss in quality. Yeah, yeah, sudden loss in quality. and that is the whole thing 
Mm. That was like one of the worst experience I ever had like you know on that. Right. And coming back to like you know our, our meme for the day and I think so we should sign off on that. Like for the viewers and the listeners who have not heard the meme on uh, the rasode wala meme hmm. kokila ben. <laughs> please go and hear it. The takeaway please go and hear it and the takeaway for the whole thing was on why kokila ben was pissed was because uh, because there was an empty cooker on the gas and an empty cooker would definitely explode and and almost kill her. I know that because it empty cooker exploded in my house once and people thought that the building came down but it was Whoa. just the cooker predicting the future of that building <laughs> where it eventually came down came down and it's going to be like you know one year <laughs> yeah 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 so like you know uh, for the listeners my my kitchen portion of my building came down and it's almost like one year now if i have to take it from uh, today like sort of like after 3 days from now it's going to oh, be one year but damn. it's like it's been like god's grace i'm alive but then it was like a total kitchen disaster like you know yeah <laughs> like it predicted the building thing but then people didn't listen i i i think so uh, very few of us had that disaster you tell any disasters like you want to end on the note like you know mm. <laughs> i think uh, one of the major disasters that happened to me was uh, ba- it's uh, so basically when the lockdown started normally i would go like one week uh, to the grocery stores but now i had to go lesser because there was long lines and mm. stuff so i had a great idea that in order to make uh, the food last longer i should start putting it in the fridge or the freezer so i put eggs in the freezer you put so eggs in the freezer so i'm not sure shit. what yeah so basically once i pulled them out and started trying to use them the whole yolk the white part had basically crystallized Damn. and stuff and even when they melted they never they never behaved like an egg ever again Damn. or at least like it more like an ice cream or some sh- uh, something like that so that is my main kitchen i should have you should have boiled it man yeah i think i don't think that will reverse the damage mm. but yeah it was a learning experience yeah talking about learning experiences i have one story to share uh, which is a uh, I think I am I'm not sure again I have I've told you guys this story before I think I have I'm pretty sure Lionel must have heard this story many times but Dude, I've heard a lot of stories from you man but then like you know you need to keep on reminding me on this yeah, channel yeah 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 okay so uh, I'll just run through it very quickly so we were staying in uh, Andheri East at that time we were staying in a flat it was uh, me Aniket and Chinmay uh and uh, lionel was the was the you know visiting member visiting faculty to that flat anyway so um, we ha- we had uh, this tiffin service from this punjabi guy and he used to get tiffin uh, and deliver it to us and it was horrible food it was like you know uh, there was uh, the the chapati was like rubber the dal was like water and there were stones in the rice like literally i'm telling you small small stones in the rice so i yeah. guess he used to use very bad quality rice uh so what happened was one day after work we all uh, came home and uh, you know that that time we used to we used to sit in the what do you say we used to sit on uh, sit on the ground and we used to uh, have our dinner and we sat down and we started eating and all three of us found small pebbles and small uh, whatever you know stones in the rice and we got really really pissed off okay so then uh, chinmay called up this guy this punjabi guy and he's he started uh, shouting at him and saying that you know there are, there is rocks in the stone and the food is not nice this that and all that thing 
and um, he got very pissed off and uh, you know towards the end he he said bc <laughs> so i'm not going to say the word but he abused the guy basically which is the which is a very bad word and he kept the phone and after some time this punjabi guy uh, the delivery guy he comes home and he's like uh, so before that we we just forgot about it okay because we were very pissed off we expressed we took out our anger on him and we got done with it this guy comes home and tells us uh you guys abused me on the phone and you were like uh, no we did not like you know what are you talking about yeah we were pissed off with you yeah it's your mistake but don't come and tell us that we uh, abused you on the phone and uh, he's like no no i am telling you you guys uh, you know abused me so we were like obviously prove it like you know what did we say to you now this guy whips out his phone and he plays back a recording of the call on his phone and then he told us that because he's a delivery guy he records all the conversations that he has so that he he needs to remember right where he's delivering what what is what and all the instructions and stuff so in in that in in that conversation towards the end we can clearly hear chinmay saying bc to this guy and now this guy is going to like literally beat up chinmay and we three are on one side and chinmay and this guy is on the other side and then uh, you know dude chinmay's face literally fell but uh, i mean obviously it, it would have happened to anybody in in that uh, at that point of time but then you know we told him that uh, dude like um, you know uh, this is not right what you're doing and we we said it in anger and what chinmay saying chinmay saying maine tumko nahi bola maine to isko bola you know he's like literally saying that i didn't abuse you i was talking to the, i was talking to my friend so that that way we kind of managed to diffuse the situation so yeah man that was a crazy experience with uh, with the food food and food delivery yeah but like you know if you think of it i think so he may be having his own podcast on uh, delivery with <laughs> yeah clients like you yeah. know kids definitely if that guy has some free time uh, i mean he should be, i'm pretty sure he'll start a podcast and talk about crazy clients and have his proof as the recording i swear man now talking about food and stuff like that yeah. if you could hear a lot of background noise is like my chai is being prepared by my mother and i think so there's going to be some cake or some something today so Damn. i'm going to sign out in some time and say bye to you guys because the chai is my just tempting me like totally totally tempting me right now so for all of y'all who joined us today thank you for joining us and it's been great uh, to have you guys if you've tolerated us for so long or like you know if you could listen to us throughout this entire broad podcast a big big shout out a big thank you to you guys i will also if uh, on through our channels if i think so if i could go back to the past i have also burnt a lot of cakes which i've taken photos of could probably share that and say like you know do not do this and yeah these are certain learning things dude and please have- do not put an empty cooker on the gas We have not seen your burnt cake photos. You you need to share it with us first and show us your burnt cake photos and then put it on uh, social media. Definitely, we definitely will do that, man. Right. But for all of y'all who've heard us for so long, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. I am hungry as hell and I am thirsty for chai. It's like it's in the evening and it's love and the weather's lovely out here. I'm sure I'm not going to get that maggi again, but I'll not miss out on this chai. So thank you once again. Thank you all for joining us. Thank A you. A big good afternoon, good evening, or good night to wherever or whichever time you're listening to. And we do do hope do listen to us again. We have more coming out from you. Thank you. Once again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye bye.